Why? Why did you do that? Because I made a promise. Because I love you, Jack. And Sam and Dean, they love you. And they are fighting for you at this very minute. Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I talk about dead babies. Oh, no. Oh, no. They killed the baby, Chris. How could they do oh, this? Oh, no. How do they do they that? They sent the baby to he heaven. He's a baby. He's a baby. He's, a, he's what? He's only, he's one year old, Let, right? A, a charitably one year old. <laughs> Let's say. One year old. I mean, like, at most one year old. Jack wow. is, is only wow. about one year old. Uh, this is the podcast where Chris and I talk about every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. And we're back with more season 14. Uh, right up front, just want to thank our patrons over patreon.com slash monster of the week for being super cool people. You guys are the best. If you're interested in signing yes. up, uh, we have exclusive content, access to the Discord server, and just the knowledge that you're doing a nice thing for some nice people and keeping us helping and helping <laughs> us along. Uh, Chris, how are you today, my man? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. I'm this is a pretty solid episode, wasn't it? It's uh it's it's an emotional one. Uh this feels like a like maybe, a mid-season better word uh, cliffhanger or something, right? Like I I would this yeah. this was kind yeah. of out of nowhere for me. Yeah, um I don't know what I expected them to do. I thought Rowena was going to be around to do some spells mm-hmm. or something. We were going to have a little Rowena witch adventure trying to save Jack. And this went in a totally different direction. I do like that last episode where Rowena was like, they were like, like, Rowena, what should we do? And she's like, watch him die. I got to go. See you later. I got to go. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I got shit to, to do. do that doesn't involve these hunks. Let me get the fuck out of here before they ask me to do something else for them. I just imagine that Rowena is just like grocery shopping or something. Absolutely. Like she, yeah. like, she doesn't have anything pressing going on but she's like no this like it's yeah, my yeah. life i did like I did it's thing. like when you get invited to like a party that you don't want to go to it's not because you have important things going on it's because like i just like i gotta do my thing you know <laughs> <laughs> just look i want to do i want to be me for a little while um yeah and i kept like i keep meaning to buy a new toothbrush and then i get a call from you and now i forgot to buy the toothbrush and it's just come on guys now i'm now i'm brushing my teeth with that weak ass toothbrush that my dentist told me specifically not to to, to do uh uh chris remind us what's been happening in the season we were joking around a lot about this episode but i don't remember what's been happening in previous episodes Mm, last time on supernatural 
Desperate for a way to help Jack as his human body fails him, the boys get a spell involving Archangel Grace from a shaman that should help restore some of Jack's power. But when the spell backfires, all they can do is watch Jack die. Dean also continues to exhibit weird reactions whenever Grace is mentioned, which seems like it's a red herring, uh, leaving us to wonder when Michael will make an appearance. Meanwhile, Nick is killing people and someone prayed er, and somehow prayed Lucifer back to life, I think. Fuck. Sure. Yeah, that works. I um, we are covering season fourteen, episode eight. Ah, oh, shit! I even looked up how to pronounce this earlier today and forgot how it's Byzantium. Is that right? Byzantium. Byzantium. Yeah. Have you ever seen that that vampire movie? I have not. No. Was, I, I saw it like ten years ago. I think it was pretty are good. The vampires hot. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. I'm in, <laughs> one of them. In. One of them might be a little kid, though. So don't quote well, me. Well, <laughs> I mean, I can overlook that. Uh, in theory, <laughs> in theory, like all of the vampires in Interview with the Vampire are hot, except for the one kid vampire. Yeah. So you know, except it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're good. Uh, this was yeah. written by Meredith Glenn, our arch nemesis as Clue Masters, people might remember. This was directed by Eduardo Sanchez, and it aired on December 6, twenty eighteen, out of the darkness. When Sam and Dean join forces with forces with an unexpected ally, the outcome will alter the course of two lives. Meanwhile, Heaven faces Whoa. attack from a dark force, driving Castiel to make an enormous sacrifice to make things right. Uh, mm. I was kind of disappointed. Sometimes the previously on, like the 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 road so far, really spoils stuff. Like having Lily Sunder show up at the very beginning and explaining her whole deal was like, oh, I guess she's going to be in this episode, right? Like, oh, got yeah, it. okay, yeah. Cool. I I mean, I guess they could have they could it could have just been to show us that you can do like soul magic mm-hmm. or something. Um, but no, she's just in it, and then she looks different, which was also disappointing because she was so cool. Yeah, I like the actress a lot more. Um, I like the original actress a lot more than I like this. La- this lady does fine. I don't. I don't even remember her name. Yeah, she's yeah, totally fine. She's totally Veronica Cartwright, and she seemed kind of famous. Like now that I'm reading her name, Veronica Cartwright feels like she's probably like. Do you remember when they had the chick from like The Exorcist? <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just. I'm thinking like Clue Masters might might know more information about her. Um, it it was fine. I uh I thought she she did a good job. I just liked the other actress a lot better. Mm-hmm. So we we start off with the boys hanging out with with a dying Jack. Um, oh my god! He's got the oxygen mask. She was he's doing she was the chicken and an alien, Chris. That's where we know oh. her from. I don't, the movie oh, Alien. I see. <laughs> from 1979. I, oh, the film. Ah, yes. yes, yes, yes. Whoops. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Please continue. Uh, yeah, so we start off with Jack is dying. He's telling the boys, hey, don't be sad. This is how it's supposed to be. Um, they got his ass on oxygen. He's doing, he's doing his little coughs. He's, <laughs> he sounded like me with COVID, who's just like, this is the end for me. Um, even though I was fine. Uh, I was just tired. And I sound like um, I sounded when it was you with COVID because you're like, this is the end. And I'm like, no, it's not, Chris. Reject. Re- reject. <laughs> free, it's all free will. Reject fate, Chris. <laughs> you're like, I'm just uh, sick, Jeremy. I don't. It's not about fate. <laughs> Uh, Tell God to go fuck himself, Moser. <laughs> you got this. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't joke about COVID because it's very serious and a lot of people died Absolutely. from it, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, is- and I had it, and <laughs> after the momentary uh, fear of having it wore off, I realized, like, oh, I just have the flu. Um, I'll be okay. But <laughs> uh, 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 help me. Somebody help me. Um, okay. So Dean gets all upset. He leaves the room. There's a lot of back and forth in and out of this room, and I just feel like it's superfluous. Um, everybody's emotional this leaves us with everybody's everybody's emotional um this leaves us with jack and sam and and jack asks him hey what happens next for someone like me 
because I'm half human, half angel. Sam says he doesn't know. Jack tries to keep a positive spin on it, and he says this is going to be an adventure. He knows that Sam's a fucking big old nerd, and he loves his little adventure stories. Mm-hmm, so he's mm-hmm. trying to, he's just trying to make Sam feel better. Right. Surprised he didn't say this is going to be an adventure, isn't it, Frodo? I, thought, I really thought that was going to be yeah, the line delivery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cass goes out to talk to Dean Wait, real quick. I want because he says this, okay. and then he like lays his head back. And I thought he was just like going to sleepy town, right? Did you think that he was just taking too. a nap? So I, I absolutely did not write down that Jack dies because he just <laughs> gently lays down. But no, he was dead. Yeah, because he was fully lucid five seconds ago. <laughs> Cassio walks outside and is like, "Hey, Dean, you need to go in there and talk to talk to Jack." And Jack, like, and Dean just walks back in, like, there's no like controversy or anything. There's no conflict, and then. Yes, because it's only been 35 seconds. I wrote in my notes, like, Jack is back asleep. And then I'm like, oh, wait. No, wait. He's dead? What? <laughs> I guess he's dead. Sam didn't check for a pulse. He just knows. He just knows. He's, he's, he's gone. Um, yeah, he said something really cool, so... I guess you should have been there. The uh, That's not helpful, Sam. It's not helpful, man. It's not helpful. The three boys gather outside of the room, um, talk about arrangements. Uh, Dean says it's going to be awake in a bonfire hunter style. It's what Jack would have wanted. Uh, Sam cannot handle this, so he just walks away. Castiel kind of makes to follow on him, and Dean's like, hey, give him some space. Um, and... Dean calls Mary and leaves kind of a, a long-winded voicemail uh, explaining to her about Jack, uh, him passing away, him getting sick. While he is, while we're hearing that over, um, we, we're seeing scenes of Castiel looking through Jack's room, looking at a picture of Kelly Klein, Jack's mom, Sam packing up and leaving, uh, Castiel spotting Sam leaving the bunker, but not really saying anything. Um, and, Meanwhile, like there's this very like heartfelt message from Dean to his mother, which is like, "Hey, just call me back. I could really use to. I could really." It's funny. I wrote hear your voice here. <laughs> I wrote emotionless voicemail from Dean. Question mark. Like, ooh, something's going on here. I guess it. I guess I just perceived it the wrong way. It's not supposed to be emotionless. <laughs> it's just, I thought there was something up, but I was wrong the whole time. Um, but yeah, Sam sneaks out with the duffel bag. Cass sees it, and then when he goes to tell Dean, like, "Oh yeah." Sam left. I thought I was supposed to give him space, so I didn't say anything. Dean is like, oh shit, he's gonna go do something stupid. I'm uh, I'm kind of mad about this, because they jump to, like, number one, they jump to Castiel driving Dean around in Castiel's vehicle, which mm-hmm. I, think, I think is the first time we've ever seen that configuration of, of driver uh, passenger. Yeah. <laughs> which I found very off-putting for some reason. I was like, this is this an alternate <laughs> dimension? Right. Right. Are they are they fucking with me right now? <laughs> I think I just, mm-hmm. it, it just made me question everything around me. Oh, no, it was British. They were on the other side of the okay, road, that's right? What, that's what it was. <laughs> to Britain. They had to go to, they had to fly <laughs> to Britain to get find Sam Winchester. Um, but, like, yeah, Dean kind of yells at Castiel. He's like, why did you just let him leave? Why didn't you say anything? And he, Castiel's like, you told me he needed space like i don't i I, I can barely understand your emotions much less everybody else's emotions like please cut me some slack and i i don't know i got got really mad at dean right here for lashing out of castillo um and then they get in the car and they zoom down the road and they just find sam uh pulled over he the headlights are still on he's just sitting on the ground next to the impala just all upset um this felt like it it was gonna be something bigger than it was because they get over there and they're like, hey, are you okay? And he says he was just getting, you know, wood for the for the pyre that they're going to make. Um, actually, he first asked Sam, Dean asked Sam if he made a deal. Yeah. Um, 
And Sam is like shocked that he would say that. Like, well, Sam, I mean, <laughs> you do have a reputation. Have you some, both do have a reputation. Y'all have done some stuff. I'm just saying, y'all, y'all, y'all have, have done, done some, some stuff. Some very dramatic shit. Um, and then we see a flashback of Sam like taking a, a an axe to some trees and just chopping them down until the axe breaks. Um, and it's a very much the you know Dean beating the Impala scene from season two. Just the mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with myself, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be aggressive. Um, and I just, I feel like I, I wanted more out of this. They show it in flashback rather than us just getting to like live with Sam in that moment. I don't know if it's because the idea was to kind of make it us worry about what he might do for just, for just a moment. Or and if they were going to make us worry, make us worry for longer, not for just two seconds until we're just right there. It was just a weird scene. I appreciate that they're letting Sam have some emotions and stuff, but, um, I don't know the scene. I just felt like I wanted more out of it. I, I was confused as well because the setup is when they when they drive up to the Impala on the side of the road. Sam is just like sitting on the ground, like leaned up against it, and he kind of holds his hand up to the headlights, like so, because they're going directly into his eyes, and he seems very out of it. And when Dean rushes over and yeah. says, "You know, did you make a deal?" He's like, "What? No, I'm just, I'm just." Getting, but he seems like very confused. Like, and I was almost like, "Did he get? Did something possess him? Did something weird happen out here?" And he mm. doesn't remember it. And then we get the flashback, and I'm like, "Oh." a ghost is going to fuck this dude up somehow. Like we're going to, we're going to have to fight Jack's ghost or something. And no, it's just cutting down the thing. It was just this moment of anger, which I'm glad we got to see because Sam so often like has to shut off his own emotions to take care of everybody around him or to satisfy everybody else's emotions around him. That I was really, really happy to see that. Like we get to see him express some anger Mm -hmm. um, until his like, hatchet breaks and i'm like what did you only bring one fucking hatchet to the pyre making party hey, you why'd doing? you bring the duffel bag yeah it's it sets up it, it just it makes me ask a lot of questions maybe sam didn't know what the hell he was gonna do maybe he was uh interested in making some kind of a deal he was out of his head he didn't know what he was doing but they they set this up as if i don't know seeing sam sneak out like that made me think okay this is going to be the trajectory of our episode it's going to be dean and cass somehow stopping sam from from crossing the line and doing something that they shouldn't do um and it'll be just in the nick of time because we've gone over this so many times before this time dean and Cass are actually going to be there for for sam and they'll and they'll stop this from happening but no he just is upset yeah um which is which is fine <clears throat> yeah that's fine it is it is totally fine but they set it up to make it seem like something more was going to happen exactly um so i kind of was just like when we got the reality of the situation rather than like being invested in it i was just like oh wait what <laughs> yeah it, it just it was just a weird moment i think um they um dean tries to console him a little bit it doesn't really work uh castiel talks about how unnatural this feels um, and how normally when people die, it feels natural. And I'm like, what fucking show have you been watching? Because that's not what, like, all of you have died and been re- and resurrected, like, at least twice, I think, at this point, Castiel. Yeah. Um, and Dean says, like, hey, we're going we're gonna to mourn him tomorrow. But for tonight, we're going to get loaded. Um, we go back to the mm-hmm. bunker. And we get this very lengthy montage of uh, the three of them sitting down, drinking whiskey, um, at some point eating some chocolate bars, which I found very confusing. Yeah. Love to drink whiskey and like, eat chocolate. Jack, is, <laughs> is it because Jack loves vending machine candy? Yeah, that's, that I guess that was, that was my this? thought as well. And like, maybe this was a special chocolate bar that Jack was saving or something. I but, wrote in my notes, I don't know, man, just pray him back to life. Apparently that works. That's, yeah, just keep praying. Like, get Nick to do it. Because uh, I don't know, I don't know what we saw in the last episode, but like, supposedly lucifer came back right we like saw, we saw the eyes that... we saw the fucking yeah, we eyes. Saw the eyes. yeah so i don't I, we're just leaving that one hanging for now um 
Sam taps out a little bit earlier than everybody else. Um, he decides not to drink as much. Castiel <laughs> and Dean keep going. Um, he knows that Castiel and Dean are going to get a little sloppy. Like, so he's like, you know what? I don't mm-hmm. want to see this again. Mm-hmm. I've been here before. Oh, yeah, he, one too many times yeah. if I witness this. You you guys keep going. I'm going to go put on my headphones and watch Lord of the Rings again because that's what yep. I do when yep. I'm sad. And cry because Jack loved this movie. <laughs> uh, eventually, Castiel leaves and uh, Dean raises his glass and says, here's to you, Jack, wherever you are. Uh, and we fade to white and we find Jack who is, uh, eating a hamburger on the hood of the Impala, hanging out with, uh, Dean and Sam and Castiel. They're obviously on a case. Dean is going to teach him how to read a map, but very quickly we realize that there's something going on. Um, I recognize this instantly as heaven, you know, I'm clue master over here. Yeah. So pretty, yeah. pretty, <clears throat> for sure. Pretty simple one to pick up. Uh, but Dean starts being glitchy. He kind of glitches out a little bit and Jack realizes like, oh, this is not, this is just. This ain't real. This ain't real. This ain't real. Uh, I'm curious um, if this is an actual memory though. And if so, why we did not see this in the show, because this looks like a great yeah. episode of a hunt. <laughs> this is, this is good. This is good times. Um, they always save the good times for memories yeah. that we didn't get to see firsthand. Um, if they ever filmed something like that, like, okay, we, hey, we know we're going to kill Jack in, in seven episodes. Let's film a scene now and then have him, like, walk back into it later on. Oh, super oh, cool. Mwah, yeah, that'd yeah. be beautiful. Dope, dope, dope. Um, but uh, anyway, so he, yeah, Dean starts to flicker and then, like, the lights start to flicker and he's like, wait a second. So he he kind of walks out and then we realize, oh, he's back in, in Angel Office Depot. Like, he's in heaven. Like, the, you know, the just normal version of heaven i guess not the memory version of it um and just as he's kind of looking around trying to figure out what's going on he starts being chased by this black sludge that i immediately was assumed was leviathan somehow i don't know uh, i thought they may really reaching back into the uh into the archives for this one but um i wish they yeah, had, it's not leviathan but uh, i wish they had done I think that the special effects are good in this. Like, I think that the the idea yeah. of the way that they are representing the empty is, is really interesting. Um, it is so reminiscent of Leviathans that like, even not thinking that this was a Leviathan situation, it just screamed Leviathan to me. Like it's the same. I wish they'd done a little bit more to differentiate that. Um, but I mean, also it's been like seven years since we've seen Leviathan. So there's probably people watching the show that don't even remember it. Right. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck yeah. is Leviathan? I mean, probably. I mean, we probably have some people watching the show who, who probably weren't born yet when <laughs> Leviathan was on TV. <laughs> Just some eight year old going, this is great. I love the ink. This is crazy. <laughs> this is way better than Dragon Ball Z. Thank you, mom. Um, <laughs> Jack runs away from this, and then we go back to Earth, where Dean is waking up at the mm-hmm. kitchen table, very hungover, hearing voices in the distance. Um, he wanders out into the main room and finds Castiel and Sam talking to Lily Sunder, who, as we mentioned, has been aged up substantially. Uh, she has given up using her magic. Just a reminder to the folks at home, she was using, uh, she was able to use crazy angel magic by sacrificing bits and pieces of her soul to do so. Uh, that let her stay alive for long enough to get revenge on the angels that killed her daughter. Uh, one of which was Castiel, but that's all good now, so we're not worrying about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't believe that that Supernatural introduced the concept of a soul mage, and we we haven't really addressed it since. <laughs> 
I mean, you would think it like, would come up. I feel up. like Sam Sam immediately would have started dabbling yeah, in that shit. 100%. Um, well, maybe like maybe like season three Sam would have, because I guess maybe he's learned his lesson with with that shit, and he, he did previously lose his soul, but I want to see somebody being like, let's do some fucking soul magic. I got a little bit to spare, right? Yeah, let's just carve good. off a piece, and I'll blast this guy with the fireball or whatever. You know what would be way more interesting is if Nick was doing weird soul magic, as opposed to whatever the yeah. fuck he's doing now. Yeah. Like, if Nick was, Why like, sacrificing not? his soul in order to, like, overcome petty police officer. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how he just took that dude down. He's not that strong. He's just a guy. He makes no goddamn sense. Um, they called Lily because Sam realized, like, they've dug through all this lore, but they've never tried to translate uh, or tried to read Kevin's transcriptions of the angel tablets, uh, which mm-hmm. he had deciphered into some crazy coded language. I had forgotten all about this. If you'd asked me what happened to the angel tablets, I would have been like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I think Crowley threw them out or something. Sure. Yeah. I thought they were like <laughs> traded. I thought, honestly, I thought that they ended up with, um, uh, I think Dick Roman has them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Dick, yeah. The Leviathans have the, the angel tablets. Either way, they think that they can do, they're, they're hoping that Lily can pull out a miracle. She instantly says she cannot read the, these things. She's like, nope, I was wrong. Can't read oh, any of this stuff. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, and says like, but I can set you guys up. Uh, I, could show you, I could show you guys how to use my magic that I do. And if we can bring Jack's soul into his body, I can, we can have him cast a spell and he can live on just a small sliver of his own soul. Uh, Dean is immediately against this. Sam and Castiel seem to be all into it. Uh, Lily says like, it's just a little bit. He'll hardly ever miss it. And I'm like, well, that means he's definitely going to be missing some of this. I just definitely going to miss it. I am so on team Dean right now of just being like, and I don't want Jack to die either. Right. I'm, I'm anti Jack. dying. I've grown quite fond of the kids and the, you know, 20 episodes that we've had to or probably 30 episodes we've had with him now i but at the same time like when we start talking about sacrificing your soul to stay alive i don't know man that sounds like something you would hunt not create that's all i'm saying yeah yeah (laughs) seems bad seems bad but um hey if it's just a little sliver okay um whatever they're all trepidatious about it but they know that they don't have a lot of other options here and it could work and like maybe it'll be fine uh cass would have to go up to heaven snag jack's soul real quick and put it back in his body but i also just feel like that's sort of your that's it right there right you know i know you guys miss having jack around but couldn't Cass just go and visit like you know hey everybody's we we miss you everyone's doing great i'm just coming to hang out i mean because he does he just (laughs) Cass goes up to heaven and sees jack he's an angel isn't he allowed to do that (laughs) i mean i and like, we're gonna I find just out feel later. like they could visit. Like, they could have special permission to go up and visit, yeah. and you can just stay in heaven. What are they gonna? What is now Naomi gonna stop them? Like, yeah, no. no. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, of course, of course. Logistically, there's some shit going on, so they can't just do that. But they don't know that yet. <laughs> yeah, like in theory, they could just go like set up some. Like, okay, it's the third Saturday of our month. Time to visit Jack up in heaven. Like, let's go see what's yeah. going on. Maybe we'll stop yeah, in on know. our Bobby too. See what's going on over there. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's Charlie. Simply- like, they should just take the fucking tour. There's like every they can every, take the tour dude like fourth of july heaven party it's the winchesters and all of their mm-hmm. dead friends like fucking mm-hmm. even even gordon b lurkin is there that dude got in the heaven somehow Gordon's we don't working. know how he yeah. did something nice you know 
He was, I think, <laughs> weird to think that Gordon B. Lurkin is in purgatory, right? Because he was, if he became a vampire. <laughs> oh, he did become a vampire. Never mind. So he probably got iced. Missed opportunity not bringing him back in the purgatory shit. Dude, Joe, Ellen, Ash, and Charlie all hanging out in heaven with Bobby, uh, not Mary. Mary's not allowed to come anymore. She's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I used to be She's able to come lot. to the heaven parties, but now I'm just on earth. Um, John, I feel like John is just a ghost even though um he's supposed to i think have gone to heaven i don't know john's but. best memory is literally not anything to do with his family it's hunting stuff on like he's hunting the yellow-eyed demon so he just never has realized that he's not in heaven or that he's it's in heaven his right? best yeah his best memory is when he killed mary's brother <laughs> by driving that <laughs> car off a cliff in the comic books I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in the front seat. I'm gonna put you on the pedal. <laughs> listen, if you if you're listening to this now and you're on our Patreon, go listen to the comic book episodes. Please. Those are public. We recorded them like th- we they're public. They're, oh my god, we yeah, recorded the them like feed. three years ago. They're out there. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, find yeah. them. I go don't find remember them. Remember exactly. Just go look through the feed. Search the feed for comic book and you'll find it. Please listen to those episodes. Uh, so uh, we do a little bit of debate. Dean is obviously worried about Jack's soul. Uh, Sam is all in. Castiel is all in. And then Dean pops the big question, which is like, hey even if we want to do this, uh, her cost for doing so is that she wants to be able to get into heaven and she doesn't think she will be going to heaven because she murdered a bunch of angels. Um, and Cassiel's like, Oh yeah, it's about Osiris and Anubis. And like, I, I, I don't even remember when they met Osiris. Uh, like, I don't remember because Dean's like, that dude was a dick. And I'm like, I don't remember this. Yeah, like he showed just... up at some point. I think they maybe had a trial for, for dean or something and he saw the ghost of joe i can't remember if that's oh, the right thing yeah or not. yeah 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 okay okay I'm, I'm, i don't I know if that this. was osiris or what but um but they bring up they bring up anubis and it's essentially like he became the guardian of the dead um between like who sends uh who to heaven, heaven or hell right now that god is gone there's nobody there to really like you know make these decisions or or you know ferry people along so i guess we're gonna we're gonna contact anubis <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna summon Anubis. Um, we skip over to heaven. You can tell it's heaven because there's always blue skies in heaven. Uh, where a young girl is playing with her dog Roosevelt, she throws a ball into the bushes, and out comes Jack with the ball. No, Jack did not assume the form of Roosevelt. Unfortunately, that would have been hilarious. Incredible uh, stuff if he did. But Jack has found his way into Kelly Klein's heaven. Um, this is his mom. Yes. She said he walks up to her, kind of kneels down and says, hey, you're, you know, I'm Jack. And she remembers and then turns into adult Kelly Klein. Uh, Chris, once again, Kelly Klein just doing anything on screen just brings Mm -hmm. me to an emotional wreck just instantly. Like she hugs Jack and like genuinely looks like she has missed her child in a way that we don't like Supernatural is filled with great actors we don't often get this level though like i think it's Jensen just wild that the best this. actor on super yeah <laughs> the best actor on supernatural plays kelly plays kelly klein i i am just like so fucking starstruck that courtney ford can fucking just bring tears out of me at the drop of a hat in the middle of a not a goofy episode in the middle of an emotional episode but like it's it's just so powerful what the fuck is she doing mm-hmm. i don't know man she just does it she just i i don't know i don't know i just believe her I just believe her. She very quickly realizes that like, well, he kind of tells her, he's like, do you know where you are? And she's like, kind of looks around. She's like, Oh, I'm in heaven because I died. And then she realizes like, Oh, you're in heaven because you died. And she kind of freaks out a little bit. And it's like, Castiel was supposed to take care of you. 
And Jack's like, no, 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 him and Sam and Dean, they've all done a really good job. And she's like, Sam and Dean? I specifically said Castiel and not Sam and Dean. Yeah, I, I specifically not- said the one guy, and you're dead because of those other two. I'm pretty sure it's those other two's fault. I 100% <laughs> think it's Sam and Dean's fault. Like, what were you doing when you lost your grace? Oh, 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 you were in the room with Sam oh, and Dean? Oh, Guess what? Huh, huh. <laughs> Funny how that works. Interesting. Another universe, you say. Weird. One that Sam and Dean wasn't at and you survived. Okay. 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 Yep. I get it. Yep. Yep. Um, but he's like, no, they did a great job. Leave okay. it Leave it to Kelly, dude. Leave it to Kelly. Because I was tearing up at that scene. Yeah, dude. Like she, I mean, there's something about the this this bond or just really maybe just the actor that she, and she just fucking kills it, right? Like I just, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a good moment. Um, it's, yeah. We switch over to Sam and Dean. Uh, who are preparing to summon uh, Anubis. I really don't understand why they're doing this in the, like, the library and not their sex dungeon Dude. that they have. Why wouldn't you just always they summon wanna, gods they didn't in the sex set dungeon? <laughs> yeah, it's, it doesn't make any sense. But, um, you know, Dean, Dean's pretty worried about doing all this, and Sam is saying, we can't not do this. It would not doing this, not doing everything that we can would be like letting Jack die again. Um, great, Sammy. Where was that in season eight? <laughs> when you got a girlfriend instead of saving Dean, huh? I didn't forget. Because um, Dean doesn't even trust Lily. So, like, any of this stuff, like, it, anything could go wrong at any moment. Um, and that's when Cass comes back in and he says, uh, All of Heaven's gates are open and there is a distress signal on Angel Radio. So, like, something's up. I mean, there's like four or five angels left at this point. So, yeah. not that surprising that all the gates are just open. Um, but they send Castiel up to heaven to investigate while they prepare the spell. I mean, Castiel was going that way anyway. So, yes. might yeah, as well he figure was, out what's going on. He was, he was going to go regardless of what's happening. Um, Sam and Dean continue to create the summoning circle, and then Sam heads out and he gives like a real specific nod to dean and like gestures over to lily and dean kind of walks over and is like hey we got off on the wrong foot um you know i think we could you know be better and she's like apology accepted and then he just changes his tact altogether it was like i know why you stopped using your magic you want to let yourself die um and lily's like yeah absolutely like i yeah when I when my child was taken me from me by the angels i made the decision to sacrifice my soul in order to re- take revenge. What I didn't think would happen is that I would be left with any part of my soul at the end of that process. And now that I have mm-hmm. this tiny sliver, I have the idea that my daughter is in heaven and I could potentially be forgiven and be reunited with my daughter. Um, so I have to take this chance. I have to I have to go after yeah. this. And this is, this is very powerful and very interesting. I think like just mm-hmm. somebody who is well-versed in the language of angels and heaven, like being like, no, no, this is, this is what I want to do. This is, this is good and i know they're trying to draw a parallel here right like this this parent child relationship and like look how far she went she like literally sacrificed her soul um tearing it into pieces to get revenge for her daughter um and then i think they kind of try to you know make it seem like sam dean and Cass are losing their child as well i don't think it hits the same like maybe like even though i do see that relationship now it's also like you know this woman gave birth to and raised to this child and then it, she was she was killed rather than like you guys have just been hanging out with this this young boy for a year uh it's a little different it's just a little different that's all it is it is a little bit different um castiel arrives in heaven uh, finds a couple of angels dead with this weird black stuff coming out of their faces. And then um, one of them wakes up and is Duma, a.k.a. Sheriff Joe from Eureka. I've been rewatching Eureka a lot. This chick is a delight. Um, I, she fucking kills it in this episode. I just want to say that off the, mm-hmm. off the top. But um, Duma said that 
when this black thing <clears throat> enveloped them, it just, everything went black. Uh, so, but she doesn't want Castiel to leave her. So they team up, go to Jack's slice of heaven where Jack is of course not there, finds Naomi yeah. who tells them, uh, heaven is under attack by it, AKA the, the shadow. shadow. Uh, this is the thing that rules the empty, which is the place that we saw Castiel being resurrected from at the beginning of season 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is presumably where Lucifer is and is now being resurrected from uh, at the because of Nick's prayers or whatever. Um, and the empty is pursuing Jack into heaven because the empty thinks that Jack belongs to it because it's part angel when, excuse yeah. me, when Jack is part angel, it, when it, when he dies, he should go to the empty and not to heaven. Uh, and Naomi tells them that like the empty is willing to com- completely take heaven apart to obtain Jack, uh, which means that heaven could fall and let loose 48 billion, 75 million mm-hmm. souls, <laughs> a weirdly a specific of number of souls. souls. You know, it's not, a, like, it's so not a lot of souls though. Like if you think about all of the souls, I, comparatively, Earth, yeah. Where's everyone else? <laughs> are they all in hell? I guess they, they, they're either all in hell or they just used all of them up doing angel magic in the last sure. couple seasons. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Where's my um, uncle Bill? He was a really nice guy. Yeah. Sorry. We needed to resurrect Anubis for like, some reason. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, a trillion would have been, would have been a, a sounder. Uh, where, uh, I don't know. Who cares? Um, but so it's, it's hard to weigh that many human souls against one Nephilim. But Not you know Castiel. Castiel give a shit about no human soul. <laughs> He left Sam's in hell, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Apparently, I, some people were upset recently that I that I once questioned whether or not Castiel left Sam's soul in hell on purpose. I don't really? care. And yeah, yeah. Somebody was like, "How dare you suggest that?" I miss I miss this conversation altogether. I don't think anyone was actually mad. They were just like, "No, he would never do that." I'm like, I don't know what uh, I speculated four years ago. I can't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've had COVID since then. Cough, cough. <laughs> I've had COVID. My brain doesn't work the same anymore. <laughs> um, Castiel straight up refuses to to help them, and is like, "Hey, I'm I don't care about heaven. I'm I'm here for Jack." Uh, and when he does, she tries to stop him, and then is instantly consumed by the empty. Uh, uh. we switch back over to the bunker where they have summoned Anubis who is a yeah. very polite middle-aged gentleman. Um, Why is it always just a guy? It's always just a dude. I mean, what did you expect? Did you expect the Breath of the know. Wild 2 trailer? <laughs> when I saw when I saw Anubis, um, we learned about him in, in, in like first grade. We, we learned about, you know, Egypts and hieroglyphics and stuff like that. Egypts, I say. Egypts. Egyptians. <laughs> um, and we're learning about all this stuff, and it always sounded so cool and spooky. And then, like in like second or third grade, I'm playing some Tomb Raider game on PS1, and Anubis shows up as a boss, and it chilled me to my fucking soul. It scared me so fucking bad. I was that was like what I was afraid of as a kid was Anubis. I wasn't scared of the boogeyman or like murderers. It was it was Anubis. <laughs> I just sent you a picture um, so, of uh, what a, a representation of Anubis looks like. And just like, if we just got this World of Warcraft looking motherfucker up in Supernatural as opposed to <laughs> the middle management dude uh, that we got. Yeah. Like, I just like, I wanted the, the head of a jackal or whatever that is. Because um, I don't know, I like legit used to think that Anubis was so scary. Um, and so I kind of just wanted some of that otherworldliness to come. But it's just like a polite guy. Um, and I don't have a problem with the actor or anything. He's totally fine. Um but I just wanted something a little bit more. Um, anyway, he's like, okay, we can, um, 
we can we can judge whether or not you, you're going to go to heaven or hell. And he takes out his what his abacus mm-hmm. um, to measure out um, her good deeds and bad deeds. Um, but he he as Anubis explains. You know, I don't decide whether you go to heaven or hell. God never decided whether you went to heaven or hell. You decide that through your actions, whether you go to heaven or hell. Um, so they do the little test and they find out that Lily's going to hell because she's yep. done more bad than good. Um, everybody's all upset. Anubis is like, well, y- y'all really try to trap me right now? Like, just because I told you what you didn't want to hear. Um but they decide to release Anubis. And then we're just left with Lily standing there crying. This is the one moment where this woman just like acts. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> damn, I you're like, upset. I like this a lot because Anubis doesn't really threaten them at all. He's just like, you know, yeah. you could keep me here and you could kill me, but it's not going to have any effect on her outcome, but could have a devastating effect on your outcome. And mm-hmm. Sam and look, mm-hmm. looks at Dean and it's like, I'm just gonna scratch this off the floor. You got just get out of here, Anubis. Yeah. Get out, get out, go on down the road, Anubis. We don't need you. We're good. You're good. Anubis, you good we friends. might have kept you trapped. We might have kept you trapped, but you're in the middle of the room, and that's gonna be a huge pain in the ass if you're just here all the time. So. Yeah, we should have done like they both look at each other. Wait, why didn't we do this in the sex dungeon? This would have been out of the way. We could have just kept him here and asked him a bunch of questions. We could have found out who everybody is going to hell or not. They've been easy. Uh, I would have uh, just checked myself if I was there. Like, let me. Come on. Can I get a fill me in? Am yeah, I going? Yeah, and then if see. I find out I'm going to hell, I go, all right, time to change my ways. Time to start time doing to, some nice stuff. It's not time to start recycling. <laughs> <Guess I'll>, yeah. <laughs> time to start saving turtles instead of killing them. I've been killing turtles my entire life. Guess I need to save them now. Yeah. It's time to save them. I'm going to start ripping up my plastic tie things or whatever they tell you to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Autumn and I were talking about that the other day of like whatever marketing campaign came up with cutting your six pack plastic things for cans so that the turtles mm-hmm. or fish wouldn't get caught in them. Like I have had that embedded in my entire life since I was such yeah. a young child that I still Same. do it today. And I, it's, it's like because <laughs> they show you like an image of a of a turtle asphyxiating on a <laughs> I don't even plastic tie. There are days I don't even brush my teeth at night, Chris. Like I am way more <laughs> concerned about those fucking turtles than I am the teeth uh, in my in my in my body that I only get you know, like one set of. Same thing, some like PBS thing would, I don't, or Sesame Street or whatever the hell it was that I watched when I was little. It would show this kid brushing his teeth and he would leave the water running and it would show a, a, a like a fish's <laughs> pond drying up and the fish would die <laughs> if you didn't turn the water off when you brush your teeth. So I always fucking turn the water off when I brush my teeth because of that. Because of that, not because of a water bill or anything like that. It's because of that fucking cartoon I saw on PBS when I was three years old. It's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yep. So Castiel and Duma uh, make their way to Kelly's slice of heaven. Um, Jack and Kelly, I guess that they had, maybe we skipped over this, but they had, they had heard something come in. So they had hid in her, in her house. And Jack is like, Hey, you know, whatever's coming, I'll distract it. And you can. Oh yeah. Cause, cause Jack was being chased by like that's black. Right, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but instead it's Castiel and they hug and once again, yeah. like Kelly just looking at Castiel and Jack and being so incredibly happy just makes me emotional. Uh, and then Castiel walks over and is like, I failed you. It's <laughs> that Castiel voice. Yeah. I don't know why I went there. <laughs> that's, that's pretty close. It's I pretty failed close. you. Yeah. <laughs> my voice cracked. Damn it. But no, he, he, uh, Castiel Kelly. Kelly, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's a good boy. What do, you, what do you guys think? Is this what Castiel sounds, sounds yeah, like? Yeah, right in. Dean, I love you. <laughs> Dean. Dean, did I forget to turn on the toaster? I forgot. Usually I just I just warm the bread with my hand, but I know you can Dean, can't. did I smoke two packs or three today? I don't, Dean, where's my camels? 
Where's my camels, Dean? Dean. <laughs> um, he says, he tells Kelly Klein that he failed her, and she says, no, you didn't. Jack is, and she turns to look at Jack, and she says, Jack is wonderful. Jack is tight as fuck. He's so fucking cool. He's such, oh my he's God, so, this dude is He's dope. so fucking sick. He's so fucking dude. Dope, dude. Like I just can't even imagine. He did such a great job. I can't believe my son is going X Games mode right now. His, I can't. His Jack, his Jack's fits are so fucking sick, dude. Oh I my like, god. <laughs> have you seen his kickflips? Oh my god. Have you seen his kickflips? Um. Anyway, <laughs> they found a way to bring Jack home. Yes, Cass says. Um, um, he explains the but situation, but he's gonna have to give up a piece of his soul. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, um, FYI, the empty is looking for you, Jack. So maybe we should hit the road. Um, but this is but good. They, but Cass I, I like says, this, "Hey, I, I yeah. like this idea of uh, Castiel's like, hey, if I if I resurrect you, you're no longer in heaven. You're no longer dead. So the empty is gonna jet. He does the, the empty. It has no reason to be here. And as soon as mm-hmm. he says this, Duma walks in and is like, oh, that's a really good idea. And of course, oh. it's it's Dude. not Duma. It's actually. I wish empty. that this woman would just play the empty. If we see the empty again, I just want her to be Duma because, like, when she goes from like scared angel to like unhinged shadow creature, I was all in. Dude, this chick is so great. This, I mean, she is absolutely yeah. wonderful in this role. Like, she just fucking <laughs> slays it, dude. It was, and it was just, it was very unexpected because um, I think we've seen Duma before, but it's always been pretty, you know, forgettable because angels. Yeah for the most part are just like kind of background characters um so to have it go from something like that to the wacky not wacky is the wrong word because i use wacky in a negative way a lot of times but she really she just goes like full unhinged with the, with the empty and this like ravenous other creature and uh it's super cool yeah i mean she inhabits the role in a way like that it has an a, a like a a tone of otherworldliness to it which is what she wants mm-hmm. like like and it's just so it feels ravenous. Like even the way that she's kind of hunched over and the way that she's like stretching her, her face muscles a little bit. Like it just, she feels like she's hungry for whatever she, she, Mm -hmm. she needs. Um, we jump back over to, uh, earth where since Lily can't go to heaven, she's just going to fucking jet. She's like, I'm not going to do this spell. Um, really impassioned plea from, uh, Sam here where he says like, he's our kid. Like you can't do that. Like he's our kid. And then Dean, goes very hardcore and it's like you know he just guilt guilts the shit out of her <laughs> you can't possibly be human because if you were human how could you let anybody else lose their child like please don't do this to us mm-hmm. um back in heaven this is when uh duma starts going or the empty i guess who was inhabiting duma starts going complete kind of crazed ravenous mm-hmm wild uh it describes the empty as worse than hell because at least hell is something and then um it says it's going to take jack and it looks to castiel and it's like are you to seeing them in pain hurt you good because that's what i want um it seems to be carrying a grudge against castiel for escaping the empty uh which makes sense yeah. if your whole you know and it's interesting of- i kind of i previously interpreted the empty as just nothing um which would not be bad it's just like asleep forever and you experience nothing you feel nothing existence ends um which seems to me like it would be better than hell um but now they're like changing it up a little bit that this emptiness personified wants to make 
things horrible for Castiel because I feel like that's what it would do would be like to keep Castiel awake <laughs> in mm-hmm. the empty for all eternity and like that's more the threat than to just be asleep forever because sleeping's dope. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. so sign me up for sleeping forever immediately. That sign me up great. for sleep. Um, if I could get a solid as... uninterrupted eight hours, my man, <laughs> I'd be doing pretty man, good. God, <laughs> you're, you're telling me eternity. All I need is eight hours, man. I give anything. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, the Empty is, is attacking them. Meanwhile, back on Earth, they're trying to spell, right? Yeah, Lily um, has obviously agreed they, to they, it. Uh, they mm-hmm. they briefly cut back over, yeah. they The funniest part about this to me, and I don't know why it sticks out so much, is just that Jack is in his PJs. Like, I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to see him on the altar, like, with super serious Sam and Dean just emoting over him, and then, you know, Lily Sunder going, doing all this weird spell thing, and he's just, like, in some comfy comfy clothes he's just in his little pjs yeah at least he's not like he he hasn't gotten into rigor yet <laughs> yeah at least How he's not does, when does that occur it's a couple mortis. hours after death it's a couple hours after death right and then uh i don't this is it wears off after a while right yeah not important it's not important it's not important uh, um the empty is beating the crap out of castiel kelly tries to intervene and gets thrown across the room uh dean prays to castiel and Castiel, of course, hears it saying, like, yeah, we're ready down here. Like, whenever you can bring Kaz home, bring him home. Uh, this seems like a really good way to just talk to Castiel at any time. And I know we've seen this a couple of mm-hmm. times, but never just like like it was a fucking <laughs> fucking next <style. laughs> <Yeah>. Castiel, <laughs> we're ready down here. <laughs> Castiel, where you at? <laughs> Over. I'm going to have to be right there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so, oh, um, Cass starts to hear, tries to exchange himself for Jack. Yep. When the empty's going, go a little buck wild here, he says, take me instead, take, you know, Jack doesn't belong there. The empty seems interested, um, and it, it says it's gonna take Cass's deal, um, but not right now. It wants him to, to, to live a normal life, to experience happiness, so that when it takes him, he can really, really suffer. Um, bummer, dude. Huge bummer. <laughs> and 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 the the shadow, Erica Sarah, just kills this. Like, just looks yeah. so got. Let this woman be Lucifer. Like, if Lucifer has to come back, let Seriously. this woman be Lucifer. Because Jesus Christ. Um. Also, it just I think a woman Lucifer would be super cool. Uh. Mm-hmm. It's really scary that the, the when Nick is seduced by Lucifer, it's his dead wife. Yeah. Way scarier that way. Way. way something, I don't know. It just there's obviously different aspects um to some of these performances but uh lucifer performed by a woman is often like it does the same thing with jessica when when she goes to sam that way or Mm -hmm. when lucifer goes Mm -hmm. to him that way um and maybe that's just my own shit but that stuff is always way more unsettling than just some dude who's like hey what are you doing kiddo come on let's go let's uh, come on give me a soul already come on i'm just a little guy i'm just a little guy I'm just a little guy. What's your soul? I'm just a little guy, Sammy. Give me your soul. Give me your soul, Stanley. Stanley, where's your soul, buddy? Buddy, buddy, give me your soul. Come on. What What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm just a little guy. I'm I'm just just a little little guy. guy. What's a little soul? What's the matter? You're not going to give me the soul. We're going to miss it. Come on. Anyway, um... Castiel once again, after being told that he's gonna suffer, he accepts the the deal. Um, and then Duma collapses, the empty leaves. Jack is like, bro, why? And Castiel says, I'm a Euro! Finally, I'm a Euro. <laughs> um because making dumb 
irreparable deals is what Supernatural is all about. Everyone's like, oh, it's family. It's blah, blah, blah. No, it's fucking not. It's about doing really, really terrible things and then suffering the consequences. And Chris, Chris, you were getting one special spice to the flavor. It's keeping it a secret from the ones you love for as long as possible that you've done. so. Important. Very important. Very important. That's part of it. That's part of it. It is, it is, it is the pepper to the salt. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, anyway, bye Kelly. <laughs> see you later, Kelly. Bye. Good Hope you have fun you in heaven. Um, he tells, Cassiel tells Jack that, you know, I'm, I made a promise. He looks at Kelly when he says it. And because I love you, Jack, uh, Sam and Dean love you. And they are fighting for you this very minute. And we just kind of see them that happening down on earth. Um, and he says, I hope that you don't, you know, I hope that they don't, they don't really need to know what happens here. Uh, and I wrote down like, damn, sacrifice and secrets. Like this dude is an actual Winchester yeah. at this point. Uh, Jack, I hope you won't be weird about this. <laughs> Jack, uh, you know how I said that you couldn't play the Xbox after 10 p.m.? What if let's, I let's push that up to eleven thirty? What if how I said eleven thirty? How 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 do your secret keeping skills get if it makes Jack's it just nodding eagerly? Yeah. <laughs> Jack's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going. I need some gamer points. How many gamer points yep, am I getting yep. out of this, Castillo? Um, Jack disagrees. Says, "Yep, uh, I'll I won't tell him." Kelly says, uh, "Have a great life. I'll be waiting for you." Uh, Bye. <laughs> see you later. Uh, it's so awkward leaving heaven when everybody just comes and goes from heaven all of the time. Uh, it's so weird. I, I never really put it together that Castiel could probably have literally brought Dean to heaven to see Charlie at any point that he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like, or at mm-hmm. least gone to check on it and be like, yeah, Helly, you know, Charlie's doing great. So Kevin, yep. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I guess maybe they just don't want to be fucking bothered. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't they're always, either. They're always dead. They're dead because of these assholes. They do not want to be bothered. Yeah, I mean, like when they went to go bother Bobby in heaven, I, that, that was that was bad for everybody, but mostly Bobby. <laughs> so mostly Bobby. Yeah. Mostly um, Bobby. It's time to go. Castell grabs Jack's head in his hands, starts glowing. Um, his hands start glowing all gold. Jack wakes up on Earth, immediately starts to cough. Uh, they give him the spell. He coughs his way through the spell. Uh, meanwhile, like Lily is seeing this happen and she's kind of collapsing. Uh, Jack finishes a spell, his eyes shine and he realizes he's good. And they, mm-hmm. they all hug each other. Everybody's happy. They're like, is your soul okay? Is your soul like, yeah, okay? I think so. I feel I, fine. I, I don't know. I guess, I guess it really doesn't matter. <laughs> Just, I mean, I feel like, you know, maybe I had a little Lasix on that bad boy. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I feel maybe fine. like, I, don't, I guess peace would be go- I won't cry at weddings anymore but otherwise I feel fine I feel yeah. totally normal and human I can watch what my dreams may come at any time and it's not going to affect me whatsoever yeah. I don't care I don't care What's what it? happens at the end of care. what dreams may come anymore I'm sorry I can I could just watch it right I'm, now put it on go, throw it on YouTube I don't care I won't cry part of my soul's gone I won't cry I'm not going to um, cry <clears throat> yeah he's back he's good he's everybody's everybody's good and then they look over and they go <gasps> Lily Lily is she's dead, dead. yep because um, she used a piece of the last remaining piece of her own soul. So I was really confused about this um, because like, I, a, I didn't think that that's what the spell was because I thought that he had yeah. to use a piece of his own soul like forever, like to kind of put it into this feedback mm-hmm. loop to keep himself going. Um, and when I went on the Wikipedia, it's just page, an ingredient. It's just, it's just you throw salt well, into the, the soup. The Wikipedia page it. says she just died of a heart attack. <laughs> no. During no. this episode, Lily Sunder becomes one of the few characters on Supernatural to die of natural causes after she suffers a fatal heart attack following her help in saving that's just an ass- That's just a fucking assumption. That is an assumption. <laughs> okay, so my saying. assumption, my assumption is 
that she decides that she's going to use her soul to perform this spell for Jack. Me too. And then she dies from it. And that's why, at the end of the episode, she gets to go to heaven. Yeah, because she because made the sacrifice. Anubis is like, hey, you literally just sacrificed your soul to help them. That was fucking dope. You can go to heaven. And that's why I thought, like, when Jack wakes up and he says the spell, he's like, was that my soul? Because it maybe yeah, feels because he just different. felt fine. Yeah, because it yeah. doesn't feel he doesn't feel any different than he did before all of this started. So unless he's just got a whole lot of soul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a whole lot of soul, baby. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah, I, I was very confused when I was skimming the Wikipedia. They they seem to think that she died of natural causes because I was like, she completed the spell. He wakes up. She immediately goes dying, and sits down dying and dies. while performing a spell. Dying while performing a spell is not natural causes. Even if she even if she didn't lose part of her soul or whatever, that's still not natural causes. You died while doing magic. Yeah, we, it's, the Wikipedia sounds like COVID truthers right now. It's like, well, he died exactly. of natural causes. Like he was just in the hospital because yeah. he was had COVID. Like no motherfucker, he died of COVID. No, just shut up. Yeah. yeah. Um Castiel is leaving uh, heaven. Naomi pops up and is like, "Hey, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Uh I'm really sorry that I just like jabbed you in the eye a million times back in season whatever and then like tried to brainwash you into killing Dean and, yeah. and all of that sorry bad stuff. That. You could tell like I'm I'm really sorry cuz my hair is white now and I look a lot more dope, like cooler, mm-hmm. ready mm-hmm. to guest star in Way with Sisters if that's ever going to happen. I feel like I'm an actual fit over there. <laughs> I'm maybe ready. You can, I'm maybe ready you have for some anything. swing. Yeah. Can you can you can push this agenda a little bit? It, whatever you can do for <laughs> me. Can has i really appreciate it but no she has a, a lead on michael's location they, they know where she's she's going to tell castiel where michael is yes uh sweet so jack is back um we got a, a lead on michael everything's good everyone's happy um they just got to find kaya excuse me dark kaya and her spear uh and castiel is going to spend all eternity and nothing but that's not important right now because we you know this this one's a win yeah, this is good. And this is a very nice, like, I think, ending moment um, of just the four of them clinking beers, eating burgs, you know, hey, feeling positive, you know, I'm moisturized, I'm ready, I'm relaxed, <laughs> I'm having a good time. I um, I like this a lot. Like, this this seems like a win to me. Uh, they, 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 they yes, did, yes. they, they look for a miracle and um, they, you know, unfortunately, Lily had to die for her, but she was kind of ready. Like, she kind of felt like she was on that path. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. but it's all good. And then she got to go to heaven. That's what she wanted. She wanted to yeah. go to heaven. Did we talk about her going to see the Anubis again and do the Abbas? Yeah, she thing. goes to see Anubis yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, let's test it again. And he's like, damn, you're a hero. Hero. Uh, good episode. Like, this was a surprisingly yeah. emotional kind of mid season episode for me. I, uh, I think that they're doing really good work with. Uh, all of these, all of these boys and Jack included. Uh, Sam's kind of like I mentioned this before, but in passion, this is my son. Uh, Dean acting all fatherly. Uh, Castiel, of course, like sacrificing himself ultimately to you know basically save Jack's life. All of this stuff mm-hmm. is 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 really good, and it feels really powerful and important in a way that sometimes supernatural makes doesn't make sacrifices seem like. So I'm here for yeah. all this. Yeah, same. It was a it was a good time. <clears throat> 
any any Bring last back thoughts? Duma as the empty. That was that's what I want, dude. I I need to go look up right now. In fact, I might just go ahead and spoil myself to find out if she's on it because that she was so fucking good. <laughs> like, and I I can't tell you. Is literally have just been watching. Like, I've watched a season and a half of like, Rika, and she's on every single episode. So she's so good. I just hope that they don't have some like nasty guy playing him next time because we don't need that. We just don't need it. I'm just I'm not gonna go spoil myself on that. I somebody will DM me and tell me all of the spoilers for Supernatural mm-hmm. like they usually mm-hmm. do. So. <laughs> any last thoughts chris no that was that was uh pretty good we'll see what happens next uh thank you everybody for listening uh as always you can find the website at monstertheweek.cool that website has links to every place on the internet you can find us uh tiktok instagram tumblr twitter facebook are there, are there other ones I can't keep up? It doesn't matter. Um, we have merchandise available to buy if you want to put some cool-looking designs onto your body or onto your refrigerator, onto any subs, anything ever with a sticker. It doesn't matter. All those cool designs. Monsteroftheweek.cool. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash monsteroftheweek. Follow Chris on Twitter. He is twitter.com slash localbones. Follow I me, sure am. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I am twitter.com slash Greer. Because uh, local bones was already taken, such a bummer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will be back next week uh, with an episode that is teased by saying the best laid plans. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, guest star DJ Qualls. Okay. Werewolves. 235, huh? 235 in the bucket. That's what time I used to get out of high school. 235 p.m. 235? I was like, what? Not 230? Not 245? It was 235? That used to always seem so weird to me. But it it was like, I fucking looking at my watch, waiting for it to say 235. Something stay with you. Something like turtles getting killed by plastic. Yep. And- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember very many phone numbers, but I still remember my grandparents' phone number. Um, I could just rattle that off at the drop of a hat. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, I live in this house now, but I know we we don't have that phone number anymore. But yeah, I, I think I still remember the uh, my grandmother's phone number. It was that. It was my mom's work number. She used to make me call her when I'd walk home from school in uh, <laughs> elementary school. I had to funny. call her every single day, so I remembered the number. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Steve's house number. Um, when we were kids, he lived behind me. There was like a patch of woods between our houses. Um, and I could see his driveway. So I'd look over, see if his car, or his mom's car was there. I'd call him. They wouldn't answer the phone ever. Fucking ever. <laughs> So uh, then I'd be like, all right, I guess I'll just go over and ring the doorbell, see see if he's home and wants to go play. That's um, really funny to me. Yeah. I was like, why don't why why do I even have this phone number? Why do I even bother? They would never fucking answer. I know Autumn's phone number. I should know Jess's. I like kind of like sort of know it, but I'd probably get it wrong if I had to dial it. I wonder I'm trying to think if there's any I think other... I know my dad's cell phone number. Oh dude, no no fucking clue there. Absolutely not. Mine's really easy because it's all sixes. So everybody can remember mine. Oh, so you're just sixes all the way? Do you want me to edit that out of the podcast?
Are you still recording? I'm uploading my audio and you're still recording? <laughs> yeah, always, I, I, this, always record the conversations, after the, <laughs> the conversations we have after I stop recording is me and you. No, don't put that in the fucking podcast. <laughs> well, now it's definitely going in. <laughs> no, don't put my phone number in there. I just, I just, I just keep chatting. I just, the thing's rolling. I just keep going. <laughs> God, I can't be trusted. Um, so sneaky. Well, my my audio is being uploaded now, so okay, okay. Uh, Please don't dox me. Local bones knows gaming. Gamer Christmas. It sure doesn't feel like it. Let me tell you. I think the Gamer Christmas is over with now at this point. Yeah. Um, Are we jaded? Am I jaded? Or did or did Gamer Christmas disappoint? Well, I think uh, you, you got to look at COVID, right? Because... Right. No, of course. Of course. Like, COVID really threw a wrench in everybody's works. Japan never really got a handle on COVID. Like, I, I would I would argue that America really didn't either, but, like, Japan is even a worse yeah. position than we are. Um, so, a lot of those... A lot of that development stuff, I think it was just royally screwed up. But, man, like, I gotta say, uh, having watched the Microsoft thing watching um i did watch all of summer game fest i just kind of skimmed it and then watched the day of the devs thing and then nintendo's thing uh and kind of just watching some trailers that came out of the other conferences and not really didn't really care to watch any of the conferences not a lot out there for for jeremy <laughs> just not not a whole Mm-mm. lot i yeah same i don't, I don't know what i, expect I don't know from what Game i was christmas. expecting yeah i don't uh, like <laughs> yeah i mean like I'm, i guess we're, we don't have new consoles so it's not like you get like big shiny new boxes but there's also I think really what I'm really missing, and I've mentioned this to you a couple of times, is just like Sony doing a bunch of weird, unexpected announcements of original mm-hmm. IP that we've never seen before, and going like, "What the fuck is that?" Like that looks truly amazing. Um, I think that's. Yeah, I think they, for me, uh, that that's what I'm missing the most out of this. Their absence is definitely felt. I know Shuhei Yoshida showed up during uh, Jeff Keighley's thing, um, but. It was, it was super brief, and I on it. So it started with that. Was that Summer Games Fest? Is that what that was called? Yes. Um, watching that, it was pretty underwhelming, uh, I guess, throughout. But I feel like everybody watching it had the expectation that Elden Ring was going to be announced at the end, and it was. So it paid off, and it made it feel like it was worthwhile. And that was the first thing. It was like just before you know proper E three actually started. Um, so I sat down, excited. It was like an hour and a half long. I watched the whole thing, you know, texting people, talking in the Discord, having a good time. Uh, and then Elden Ring is announced, so you feel rewarded. But then everything after that was just like, okay, so they didn't they didn't show anything. Like I watched the Microsoft thing because obviously, you know, I'm waiting to see if Bethesda is actually going to show anything. And I'm not expecting Elder Scrolls Six, but like, let's see what the Starfield game is all about. Okay, it's just a teaser that doesn't actually tell us anything. Uh, great. Okay, maybe we'll see Fable. I love Fable. Well, will that get me excited enough to to buy a, an Xbox? Nope. They just they mentioned it. They said the word. Um, and then having played. Um, 
Mass Effect, again, obviously recently I was hoping we'd see more of Mass Effect 4 or maybe the new Dragon Age or something, but um, I know EA is doing something in July, so maybe that will show up then. But I had, unfortunately, went in with some sort of expectations. Then after the Microsoft thing, I was like, okay, time to tone it down, because I know, you know, the Square Enix thing was coming up next. I knew they weren't going to show FF7 or FF16. Um, and then what they did show, it was... it. <laughs> What Square showed made me like video games less. Just overall, Dude. just made me feel like, man, that I don't know anymore. Was... <laughs> this just hurts. So for E3, um, whenever E3 stuff pops up and Autumn happens to be at home while while it's happening, I'll be like, hey, there's like an hour and a half worth of game trailers that I'm about to watch and it's going to be really stupid. Do you want to sit on the couch and read? And she's like, no, no, no. I'm going to go lay in the bed and read <laughs> away from all of this crazy noise. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. So we, I watched the Microsoft conference that way and was just dramatically underwhelmed at most of the Microsoft stuff. Like, I think it's really cool that they are doing so much work with Game Pass. Like, it's if you have yeah, an Xbox definitely. and you don't have an, a Game Pass, I really I don't understand why not. Like, you just get so much fucking value out of that. Um, but at the same time, like, take a shot every time, you know, a video game featured shooting somebody. Uh, and like, that's like 90% Dude, of the fucking it's, games. It's weird to look over, to look over at Xbox and realize, oh, they're still obsessed with war games. Yeah. And I thought that we were very much getting out of that phase. Ooh. And maybe that's just because <laughs> my, I've gotten like tunnel vision for like the very specific kind of games I like now. Um, so to circle back around and be like, oh, this is still like, this is still a thing that people are obsessed with. We haven't like started to feel a little weird about our obsession with uh with war no okay let's keep doing it i guess i dude i i just i i am so as soon as you showed me like a first person thing of you know a modern day setting and shooting some some people that i, I guess disagree, like why are we i don't even know why understand why we're shooting people like i don't i don't no, don't get, yeah. don't understand it whatsoever never why in call of duty are you shooting anybody like at all i don't understand it um i don't know yeah, that was that was really overwhelming. And then, like the Square thing happened right after Microsoft, right? And I, uh-huh. I was like, well, and I kind of like from the other room. I was like, hey, are you are you good? Like, do you want to hang out? And she's like, no, I'm reading. Just go ahead and do whatever you want to do. And I'm like, well, surely there's gonna be something good in the Square conference. Because <laughs> I sacrificed an hour of hangout time with my wife so that Dude. I could watch that that fucking that- Square conference, and that was the most miserable thing i've ever seen in my entire life i do that was really so horrible six and a half hours of guardians of the galaxy the video game even if that game is fine it doesn't look at all interesting to me so just as somebody who doesn't who's not interested in marvel or specifically isn't interested in guardians of the galaxy um that was really harsh uh if it was three minutes long i would have said okay hey somebody's excited about that Let's go. All right. On to the next thing. But it was like a 15 minute trailer followed by 15 minutes of them talking about gameplay and showing saw... the same footage in the trailer. Yeah, like they showed the same yes. thing over and over again. <sighs> and then and then they were like, OK, gamers, we're Square Enix. So we know we're NX. I think it's pronounced NX. Everyone says NX. I've always said Enix. Doesn't matter. Um, they sh- they tease Final Fantasy one through six getting pixel remakes. Now, I know. On like mobile and you know PSP and stuff, there's been these not really exactly remakes of the games, but they but they look a little different. They've been like smoothed out and they look kind of weird, but it's okay. You get the first six Final Fantasy games, no big deal. So they announced this thing, this pixel remake. They're gonna they're gonna brush it up, make the old games look better. Um, 
but it's just on mobile and Steam. These are the platforms that those games are already available on. <laughs> so it's just like you can you can just buy like a. It's not like it's not like FF Seven Remake where it's a whole different game. Like this is just the same game. And it's just going to look a little different. That's all. But it's not on Switch or console or anything like. It's like why, <laughs> what? And that was twelve seconds long. It was a 12 second, they, they ripped the band-aid off and it was like, oh, that hurts. Okay, well, that sucked. I guess I'm, we don't get that. That's fine. Let's go on to the next thing. And then they just show DLC for the fucking Avengers game that nobody likes. <laughs> it was horrible. And then they finally show Final Fantasy and it's got oh RIP, God, what's his dude. name, from Fast and Furious as the main character. <laughs> and oh my God, so the home... Oh this had been teased and it was it's called final fantasy origin it was like stranger it's something or other i don't know what it, it, it's it had some interesting name but um this had been kind of like rumored a little bit like they were, they're gonna do some sort of weird remake of final fantasy one like some strange reboot thing um and that sounded exciting because then it's from koei tecmo who made neo which is like dark soul so on, in, on paper i was like this this could be pretty cool Oh man, and that trailer like it hurt inside a lot. And I like I'm the type of person I'll watch anime in English. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, I recognize all of these English voice actors, and they all showed up in this this trailer. Like the guy who uh, Chris Sabat, I think his name is, does uh, Vegeta, Piccolo, um, All Might. Like he's in all these big anime as as usually important characters. And um, he was doing the voice of the bad guy in this trailer and it sounded so bad. And it just like it set the tone for everything else. I was like, this what is this? This like none of these pieces fit together. It's got these like I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here. You play as a you play as just like a regular man wearing regular clothes in a dark Final Fantasy castle. And I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. It looks terrible. I've seen some people posting stuff from the demo and you can like put on armor and like customize the way your character looks as far as equipment and stuff goes. That certainly helps. But like, oh my God, what a fucking miss that was. I've also seen that um, like your two companions, which in the video they showed were like all Final Fantasy up as far as their like fashion mm -hmm. goes. Um, there's also like models, I guess, on the website of them just wearing normal clothes. So like the, the mm -hmm. idea, I guess, maybe being like these three chads get pulled into a video game, like it's 1983, and we've never heard about that. Yeah, everybody kind of keeps, before. keeps <laughs> everyone keeps saying it's an isekai or whatever, and it's just like I don't know if that's what it is. They should have presented it like that. If they said like, hey, these three regular men have been pulled into the world of Final Fantasy, and they just want to get back to their world, I'd be like, okay, weird, but at least I understand what the point is. Um, but God, that trailer was fucking awful. You know, some of the things you mentioned of like that stuff not really going together, but also like the voice actor just going so hard and having all of these like sound barks of you know I'm gonna turn you into dust. Mm -hmm. You're I've got to go kill chaos. Like just and it was just the most. It was the worst delivery. It was I don't understand why you're mad at this like animated bat that you're going to turn to dust <laughs> like yeah. what, what did the animated bat do to you um the, the the constant use of the word chaos was so fucking weird and off-putting and i've heard like there's a demo of this right like you can go play this right now if you wanted to yeah and i've heard people say like oh the combat is actually kind of interesting like you can uh steal enemies abilities by parrying them and like you can change jobs on the fly there's all this kind of weird stuff that you can do but like I don't know who was in charge of putting together the the square presentation, but like this after 45 minutes of Guardians 
And dude, like to go back to guardians for a moment, that should be like, I am the target demographic. I consume just about every mm-hmm. single thing that the MCU puts out that I almost like across the board, like it, if not love it. I've watched all of the bad movies, sometimes two or three times. Like I'm into the Marvel stuff, but this fucking potato versions of the characters and the weird looking combat and just the length of time that they spend on it just put me off of it entirely. Like yeah. all they had to do really do was come out and show that first trailer and be like, Hey, it's single player. We're not doing the weird game of service thing we did with the Avengers, which sucked ass. So like, you know, just here's a video game you can buy it in. It's got a story and it's, it's cosmic Marvel. I'd be like, Oh, okay, maybe. But man, like I, that, that whole, that whole square presentation was just fucking miserable. Chris, I, mm-hmm. I don't know that I've spent a worst hour in, of my life and I have had multiple surgeries and been ran over by a truck before. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad. And Jess was sitting there next to me. She was just playing a game the whole time and was baffled. Every time she looked up, she was like, oh, my God, is this that same game? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's like it's it was the kind of thing. And we already said it. If that had come on during a normal presentation, like what we just watched with Nintendo, where you get like two, three minutes tops for any game. Um if you had been two minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy where they showed a trailer and then they showed some of like the gameplay systems, how you like, you know, make conversation choices or whatever. If they got in and they got out, that would have been a total, it would have left a different impression. I don't know if how we feel is the general consensus, but because uh, I haven't heard anybody talk about this game, but it seems like every minute that they added on, like lost more and more people. Like by the time, by the end of that, I was like, fuck this game. Fuck these people. This is awful. Why are you doing this? I could have turned it off at any time. I'm acting like an entire entitled gamer, but for every minute that that went on, it got worse and worse and worse. Whereas if it had just been a short trailer at the beginning, it would have been like, okay, cool. Not for me, but let's keep going. Um, but they actively, I think they act- actively did damage to that game. Um, and it's our fault because they said that they're going to be focusing on the Eidos Montreal stuff. Um, which means like we're not showing you Final Fantasy 16. We're not showing you Final Fantasy 7 Part 2. Um, so that's that's on me. That's on me. But it's still you, you still just hope for something. You st- and and that was not what I was hoping for. No, not not at all. I I there there could be so much more, I think. Um and and again, like I you know, I you said it yourself like I, we could have turned it off at any time. We could drop our expectations, but like video games are a hobby. And mm-hmm. like video games are a hobby for me in the way that uh, movies ne- aren't necessarily a hobby for me. Um, but like, this is the, this is the big thing of like, everyone gets together and releases like, here's a bunch of hype about some new shit that we're making. like, we don't know if this is going to work out or not, but I, man, it was just, it was so dreadful this year. Like a, just a majority of it. We got the, the two things that I wanted out of this E3 was an Elden Ring trailer and a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. And we got both of those things. Uh, yeah, the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer, I wanted, I again, I set my expectations too high. I was like, all right, here we go. Let's do this. And then it was like 40 seconds. And then it was it. And then it said 2022, which means 2023. And it hurt. It hurt a little bit. At 2022, which means Switch Pro, right? Like that, that's a new console. Yeah. A, I wanted them to give term. us a, a fucking, I wanted a date. And yeah. then I was like, all right, now I can, now I can pre-order this. I can be ready. I can be excited. But because it, it was, they kept it vague. I was like, oh. Oh, we're not getting that game next year. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I have, uh, and, though, and, and like games are hard, right? Like, and we're in, in a global pandemic. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be mad at anybody for like letting oh, yeah. release dates yeah. slip. But like, I was the same way. Like, I went in there just wanting, that's what I wanted for Elden Ring. Like, I was like, I just want them to tell me when the game will come out, when and if. And they did. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the and best, uh, that was the best part of the Elden Ring trailer. Like, that trailer is dope yeah. as hell. It's three and a half minute, minutes of gameplay footage. 
set to some cool music that re- was very reminiscent of Dark Souls, and then they said, boom, January 21st or whatever is coming out, and I'm yeah. like, fucking A, I'm there. No problem whatsoever. Uh, and then the no Breath problem. of the Wild 2 trailer I, I, just I, looked cool, even if they didn't give us a date. So I can't remember what last year's E3 was like, it, but it was like, one. okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if we ever even saw anything. No. Um, but back then, it was like the world was falling apart, so we understand. There's, this is totally fine. And of course, everything that we just saw has been people trying to work while the world has fallen apart. Um, just because things are, are starting to slowly go back to normal doesn't mean that they are back to normal. Um, but it's like, we just need, we needed stuff to look forward to, you know? I just, I just was like, I needed something to be excited about, and it, I didn't really get it at all during any of this, except for Elden Ring, because it had a release date. Um, and I think that was, that was the biggest thing. Just to put shit on the calendar, especially for me, the last, god, two weeks now, I have not been at work. Because we've just been sh- we've been shut down as they as they work to you know fix whatever the internal problems they had there, so I'm just like sitting around all day and I and I can't go out and like do anything. Not that I would anyway, <laughs> but like I have to be ready to like take a call or whatever from from work. Um, so I think watching E3 is just like come on, just give me just give me something to look forward to. I just want something. Life has really just I just need something, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird because you're doing that thing that I get into sometimes where you're coming off of like a really good video game experience where you have Mm -hmm. to sit back and go like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't play video games for a while. Like I, yeah, like I'm, this was so good. And like, it was exactly what I needed at the time that I needed it. That like, now I'm not going to go just pick up the next random game that's out there or or whatever. Mm -hmm. So mass effect can, can really fuck you up that way. I think, although I stopped playing mass effect in favor of ratchet and clank and I'm like almost a hundred percent of that game. So like four days damn damn <laughs> i'm almost done with mass effect 3 now i just did the citadel dlc did yeah, you ever do that i did yeah i bought all i the, never I, I never played i was it. so f- on the fucking hook for the dlc for that game it was ridiculous i think i just got sucked into the uh to the multiplayer for mass effect 3 so, which is incredibly rare for me but um i never played any of this and the citadel stuff was just like a wacky adventure with your companions and everybody's got like you know jokes the yeah. whole time they're bantering with each other not even just with, with shepherd like shepherd's a party actually being or funny or like a birthday party and then or it, something? it culminates yeah. with you just throw a party yeah 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 <laughs> no, like, I, I knew i remembered that right yeah that was it's a fucking like, awesome i walked dude. around i walked around for like an hour last night in the game just like talking to all the companions and then um you get to a certain point in the party and you can you know move things to the next step it's like should we get more drinks or should we get some food like you make these little decisions and as you go people get like progressively more and more drunk and like meanwhile like so yeah, you look at Tally, that that companion. She's just getting drunker and drunker, and everybody's like, "Are are you sh- are you sure you should be drinking?" Um, <laughs> and then you got you got Garrus and um, uh, Zaid, who is like a DLC character who I don't really like, but they are like examining the apartment and as the the night goes on and on they start like setting up these defenses in case anyone ever attacks and you just realize in the morning morning that they've accidentally set all these like booby traps and now they don't remember where they are (laughs) Um, (laughs) it was just it, it was a really rewarding experience after playing these like so many hours of these games over the last few weeks that didn't involve any combat no puzzle solving yeah, it was just yeah. like oh i'm just hanging out with these fake friends <laughs> this is fun but now i have like i don't know maybe like four or five main story quests left and then i'm then i'm done with the game although there's one trophy as far as more it's just one trophy that you can't get on your first playthrough and it's to upgrade your weapons to level 10 or something like that 
Um, you can only upgrade them to level five on a first playthrough, and then it takes new game plus to get to level ten. It's like, why would you do that? Why, <laughs> why would you, you just me... put the one? Yeah, just let, yeah, just let me do it for one weapon and then be done. Because then it, it, you know that will only take like an hour more after you beat the game, start new game plus, go through the intro. As soon as you get to the ship, you can buy weapon upgrades. But it's just like, dude, why? <laughs> why make me do that? Hey, hot hot news off the presses, by the way. Um, oh, that oh. that. Uh, uh, Fatal Frame, Maiden of, Maiden of Blackwater, um, yeah. is not just a Switch game. It's coming to all consoles and Steam. Oh, cool. So you'll be able to play a Fatal That's Frame actually... game on a Sony console for the first time in like fucking wow. since PS2, I guess. I saw everybody saying like, hey, new Fatal Frame. And I was like, I don't mm. want to pop everybody's bubble, but it's not. Mm. It's not a new game. It doesn't, it doesn't even say remastered. It's just a port. Yeah. I mean, it, I, the, on, Which like, that if game you, is like, like I'm looking at this tweet from Koi Tecmo and it's like uh hashtag Project Zero series will be revived on multiple platforms. Project Zero Maiden of Blackwater includes a new photo mode and costumes coming twenty twenty one. So maybe like they're doing more of this? Like I don't is Project Zero, is that yeah. the name of the Fatal Frame series or something? I don't Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's the Japanese okay. uh name of it. So if it's the I think it might be the series, European name for it too. Like that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be way more information, but way way more better. Yes. Um I know that there's like a Wii remake of Fatal Frame 2. I've never played it. I don't I don't care to, but the just to get some some new versions of those first three games um would be amazing because they're really great. We've never gotten the fourth game in the West at all. Um and then we got the fifth game as a digital download only on the Wii U. So like, yeah, no wonder the series fucking died. <laughs> no one had a Wii U and it was you couldn't even just like go to a store and buy it. So um I bought it. I downloaded that shit for $50 like last Hell year. Yeah, I think did. it was like last February. Um, and that game is way too fucking long. Yeah. It took me 14 hours to beat, which considering I just put 90 hours into Mass Effect, that's not that bad. But it's a game that should be half that time. Um, because then it, you keep revisiting the same areas and there's new stuff there, which I'm fine with. Like, I don't really care that much if I have to re-explore the same couple areas as, as long as they keep it interesting. Um, and it is interesting for a while until you reach a certain point where it's like, holy shit, <laughs> there's so much video game left. What is going on? Why, Why is there so much left, left? That happens to me. Uh, that's And it's I'm having a good time with the game. Like, it's not quite as bad. But like with Ratchet and Clank, I got to what I thought was the end boss. and um, like beat him and it was like oh no 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 we were that psych <laughs> like oh, and now there's oh. still like three more weapons i need to buy like i don't even have all of the weapons in the game yet that's ridiculous um, it's um yeah i mean speaking of too much game that was persona for me that's why the new shimagami tensei game looks really cool but um i'm not ready for another 130 hours or maybe I am because I just again I put ninety hours into Mass Effect over the last month, so I don't even I think month is an exaggeration. I don't mm-hmm. think it's been that long. <laughs> but I granted I haven't been at work. That's my excuse is that I've been off sure, work. So. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it just it all depends on the kind of game, right? I can put a hundred hours into Dark Souls over a couple weeks, um, but putting a hundred hours into Persona was was hard. <laughs> it was hard because there's a lot of reading and a lot of talking to people, and that's what I just think that this new uh, SMT game will be. Yeah. And I don't. So that's what's put. You, you got to really, you got to really want it. That's what's put me off of uh, Mass Effect. Like I, I there's, and I think I've talked about this before. Like there's something that's changing with me with video games where. I I just like I am way more interested in like the core gameplay loop than I am mm-hmm. reading people t- talking or hearing people talking to one another because um I mean let's face it like 
dialogue in video games like there's there are moments of greatness but like a lot of the time it's not like the best yeah. even like i think massive the mass effect series is probably like one of the high water marks but even then and like outside of some main missions like in your like day-to-day stuff it's it could be really stilted and weird uh and i just i don't know like i get I get just kind of exhausted with it. I'm like, why am I? I could just go read a book. Yeah. I have like 18 books on my I, fucking <laughs> nightstand that I could go read. I can't believe that I got through the beginning of that game so easily because I wasn't excited to play Mass Effect. I just got it because, you know, Steve was talking about it. And I was like, all right, I should, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll check it out. Um, and I think I was so familiar with the beginning of that game that I know you do Eden Prime and then you do the Citadel and it's the, the Citadel is like the slowest part of the whole fucking game. But as soon as you get off there, that's when it starts to feel like it's a video game again and you're constantly going to different planets and doing shit. And then from then on, I was just, I was all in. And then by the time that the story started rearing its head again, I was, I was like, now I'm interested. Now I want to know what's going on. But there's a, there's a bit of a hurdle there at the beginning. Yeah, I'll go back to it. Ratchet and Clank came along and that was just too easy to get sucked into mm-hmm. like it's just it's just a pure video game like it's constantly asking you to do cool stuff and mixing things up and it's beautiful and jesus christ is it gorgeous like if you have a nice tv and a ps5 like that's like when people come over and are like what does the ps5 look like i'm gonna be like check out ratchet and clank <laughs> like just open yeah. this and just fuck around so just gamer stuff just, just gamer, gamer stuff. stuff let's talk about hunter stuff let's talk about hunter stuff let's do it i don't care let's do I, i'll talk about hunters 